Chapter 7, this is the message that was to Yirmiyahu from Hashem saying, Stand at the gate of Hashem, the temple, and proclaim this matter there, and say, Hear the word of Hashem, Shimut Hashem, all the people of Yehuda who come through these gates to bow themselves before Hashem. Ko amar Hashem, so said the Lord of hosts, God of Israel, improve your ways, heitivu darcheichem, and your actions. And if you do so, I will allow you to dwell safely and securely in this place. Al tiftechulachem, do not place trust in the words of falsehood. People who say that the sanctuary of the Lord, sanctuary of the Lord, sanctuary of the Lord they are. This notion that the sanctuary of Hashem functions as this simple solution for all your problems is an error. And he repeats it three times. Heichal Hashem, Heichal Hashem, Heichal Hashem Heba. Simply the existence of the temple does not solve all your issues. For if you will improve your ways and your actions, if you'll perform justice between man and his neighbor, do not exploit the stranger, an orphan, a widow, do not shed innocent blood in this place, and do not walk after other gods. All this is to your own detriment. Then, Vishikanti Eschem if you follow this code of conduct, I will allow you to dwell in this place, in the land I gave to your fathers forever and ever. Behold, you place the, your trust in the words of falsehood to no avail. Can you steal, murder, commit adultery, take false oaths, burn incense and offerings to the false gods of Baal, and follow other gods that you do not know? Do you think you could do all that and then suddenly show up and stand before me in this house? upon which my name is called, and say, we are delivered, we are safe, we are good. So that you may continue performing all these abominations. Has this house upon which my name is called become a den of scoundrels in your eyes? Behold, I have seen it too, what you've done outside. So says Hashem. For go now, to my place, which is Shiloh, where I rested there at first. He's going back historically. Before there was a temple in Jeremiah's times, hundreds of years earlier, before Yermiyahu, there was the Mishkan in Shiloh. And see that which I did to it because of the evil doing of my people Israel. Although the Mishkan, the tabernacle, stood there for hundreds of years, it was destroyed due to the sins of Israel. Now, due to your performance of all these actions, so says Hashem, and the fact that I spoke time and time again, and you did not listen, I called you, you didn't answer. Therefore, I'm going to do to this house, which my name is upon, this house that you trust in, this place that I gave you and your fathers, I'll do the exact same thing that I did to Shiloh. I'll throw you, I will cast you away from my presence, just like I cast all the people from the northern kingdom the nation of Ephraim. And now Hashem talks to Yermio and says to the prophet, do not pray on behalf of this people. Do not lift up a cry or prayer on their behalf. Do not plead with me. I'm not listening. Do you not see what they're doing in the streets of, uh, in the cities of Yehuda and in the streets of Yerushalayim? The children gather wood, the fathers kindle fire, the women need dough to make special cakes for the queen of the heavens, this pagan goddess. They pour libations, drinks to these gods 
in order to anger me. Is it me that they anger, says Hashem? Their actions have no effect on me, I'm God. It, it is, is it not them who will be angered by the consequences of their deeds? For they are acting in a way that literally is bringing their own shame. Therefore, as Hashem says, Behold, my wrath and my fury will be poured on this place, the city and entire land, man, animal, tree of field, fruit of land. It will burn and it will not be extinguished. Everything will be destroyed. The fire will go on. So says Hashem, Lord of hosts, God of Israel, add your burnt offerings to your peace offerings and eat your meat. In other words, you delude yourself into thinking I'm accepting your burnt offerings. You might as well consume them. Basically, um, there's a, two kinds of offerings in general. There's offerings that the Jews cannot eat any part of. It all goes to Hashem. And there's parts that you eat. So what he's saying is, those offerings that you think are being totally consumed by me, they're not going to me. I'm not having them. So you might as well enjoy them yourself. This is actually the beginning. This verse, verse 21, is the beginning of the Haftorah that we read on the parsha of Tzav. For I, did not, for I did not speak to your fathers. I did not command them on the day that I took them out of the land of Egypt with regards to the matters of burnt offerings or peace offerings. In other words, the fundamental focus of Torah is not about sacrifice. It does talk about it. But the prophet is saying that Hashem did not command regarding offerings when they left Egypt, only later. Why? Because the main way of avoiding sin is by not sinning, not by doing the sacrifices and atoning. That's not the answer. But they, rather, this matter I commanded you, saying, heed my voice. That's what I told you to do. Shimu Bekaili, let me be your God. You'll be my nation. Go in the way that I command you, so that will be good to you. You didn't listen. You didn't heed your ear. You went in your own path. In the desire of your evil heart. You faced backwards, not forwards. From the day that your fathers came out of the land of Egypt till this day. And I sent you all my servants, the prophets, daily. Yom, every day. Hashkem v'shalach, every day, over and over and over. But they did not heed. They did not incline their ear. They stiffened their neck. They did worse than their fathers. God says, Yermio, you will tell them all these harsh matters. They will not listen. You will stand on the temple gate and call to them. They will not answer you. You will say to them, this is the nation that did not heed the voice of God, did not accept the rebuke. However, faithfulness is lost from their hearts. It's removed from their mouths. They simply don't care anymore. Now it's an independent prophecy of the previous one, but it's in the same chapter, verse 29. Gazi Nizrech, share your hair, cast it away, says God to Yermio, as a sign of mourning. Raise a lament on the bare hills, for Hashem has spurned, spurned you, forsaken the generation that's the cause of the anger. For the children of Yehuda have performed evil in my eyes, says Hashem. They have placed the repugnant items in the, ha- in the house upon which my name is called. They built shrines of Tophet, which is, the va- which is in the valley of the son of Hinnom. It's a valley near Yerushalayim. We mentioned in the past where pagan rituals used to take place. This was done 
in order to burn their sons and daughters in the fire, which was a terrible uh, idol worship people had, where they literally walk their kids through fire, and uh, sometimes they would actually burn in the Molech God, which right I did not command and did not even enter my mind, but is prohibited. In other words, all this nonsense they're doing, never even imagined they would go this far. Therefore, behold, days are coming, says Hashem. It will no longer be said about this place, Tophet and the Valley of Hinnom, but rather it will be known as the Valley of Slaughter, and they will bury in Tophet for lack of room. Corpses will be all over, including here. The carcass of the people will be food for the birds of the heavens and for the animals of the earth. There will be none to frighten the birds away. I will eliminate from the cities of Yehuda, from the streets of Yerushalayim, the sound of gladness, the sound of joy, the sound of gloom, and the sound of the bride is the opposite of the blessings that we wish that those, these all should return. This is the opposite. There will be nothing, for the land will become ruins.